Welcome into episode six of the one two six. We are talking everything Unity Bowl, including running down every Unity Bowl ever. We are back. So we are. With some fancy new equipment. Y'all can't see it, but we're all excited about it. With me, as always, Coach Weaver. Coach O, how's it going? It's going good. I'm really excited. It's I a big week. Official. It mm-hmm. isn't it. And it's Unity Bowl week. For the 126 Jeez. podcast with our fancy equipment. Yeah. And for Forney ISD Athletics with UBX. That's what oh, I call yeah. it in my mind. There you go. Because this is Unity Bowl 10, just yep. so everybody knows. Um, it's a big one. So we are going to get to that kind of just to give a little rundown of what we're doing. We're going we're gonna to kind of recap our games last week. Um, we have some sound bites from coaches. We are also going to jump into Unity Bowl stuff after that where we're going to talk about, you know, some of y'all's favorite stuff, some behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, the mascot race. We're going to run down every Unity Bowl ever and kind of talk about our favorite ones, the most memorable Unity Bowls, um, as well as some some stuff that's kind of happening this year and why this one could be special. So, um, But first off, we have to – Go over to Coach Weaver. Well, I'll stay with the program here. This is UBX, Unity Bowl 10, and we get that question a lot. Addison hinted at this, what happens, you know, what's happened in the past, what's the real overall record, uh, who's who's uh, the great stat leaders, what have the mm-hmm. scores been, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we've had a common theme, though, throughout the this entire rivalry, and I think that's a, a key word. Uh, we talk to our kids, our coaches, our staff, our community a lot about the fact that rivalry, and, and I do believe this is a fact, rivalry is a very positive thing. It um, We've hinted at that on the podcast a little bit, mm-hmm. that it can lead to um, improvement all the all the way around if, if it's approached with a positive uh, viewpoint. Anyway. So, so here's the weave. Um, I posted this a, a few years ago, but I think it's still poignant. Unity is not sameness. Unity is oneness of purpose. It's a singularity of purpose. In case you didn't know this, our schools aren't the same. Mm-hmm. Our mascots aren't the same. Our school colors aren't the same. Our coaches are not the same. The game plans on Friday won't be the same. And yet, you know, in many ways, kids are the same. The, the traits that we need to develop in them are the same. Right, Coach O? I agree. Totally. So there's a song that says, here, here's, some, here's some lyrics for you. Can you sing it for us? No. We all know that people are the same wherever you go. There's good and bad in everyone. We learn to live when we learn to give each other what we need to survive together alive. Any idea what song that's from? Probably not. That's okay. But, Coach O, you and me aren't the same, are we? No. No. Hey, but the song that's in my mind as you were reading that was We Are the World. I Boy, don't know. You're, <laughs> uh, that's a, a strikingly good guess. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I, I don't consider myself a Paul McCartney nor you a Stevie Wonder, but it is a duet between the two, right? Yeah. Uh, Ebony and Ivory, I think it was called. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that fitting? Makes me, it, well, it makes <laughs> you think of us. Uh, let's focus on the obvious. Uh, how are we, you and me different, Coach O? Well, 
you're a white male. I'm a black female. Okay, there's the obvious. You start there you right go. there, mm-hmm. right? Uh, she likes one type of chicharrones. We found that out on this. I like a different type. She's a Chilean sea bass. I'm a, you know, whatever. Pork, pork, pork tamale. Yeah. But, but here's the deal. Um, there's quite a lot of unity in what we do, isn't there? Yes. And in, in, in our discussions, in our, in our approach, in the way we uh, um, look at athletics and what we're trying to do with our coaches and our kids in this district, that's unity. We, we have a common oneness of purpose. So I think if, if we're going to have – we're fixing to play a football game. <laughs> you know, guess what? Surprise, surprise. Uh, one team's going to win this week. One team's going to lose this week. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, every year, we got, both of our teams go into this game with a, a, a great deal of anticipation. To use a Shakespearean term, it's a foregone conclusion. There will be a winner and a loser Friday night. I, I think it's got a chance to be a real good game this year. I think so, too. We, yeah, we can we're talk about the that. statistics later. But somebody's anticipation is going to be like – it's going to turn into elation. Mm-hmm. Somebody's anticipation is going to turn into extreme disappointment. But here's the deal. The purpose is the same no matter what. It's not going to change. Right. It's not going to, what we're trying to do with kids, what we're trying to do through football and 40 ISD. It's not going to change. And I'm going to tell you this. The fact that we are both, – both of our schools in this district are in an 8-5-A uh, district, this is the only the first game of it. The whole district schedule will be ahead. So we're going to focus and we're going to have fun this, this week on this game. But thereafter, we've got a lot more 8-5-A football to play. And so that, that, mm-hmm. that elation can only last for so long. That disappointment can only last for so long. Hence is athletics. We've got to get back to the point, and that is preparing for the next one. Right. And continue to teach, continuing to teach those lessons. So the singularity of purpose, the true unity in what we're trying to do is not going to change. And our approach is not going to change either, is it, Coach O? No, not at all. Not at all. So we're hey, going to be great for kids. We love the unity ball. We win. I mean, let's get out. We, truth is, we're going to win regardless. We're winning. <laughs> so yes. we're, yeah, that's the way we look at it. When our two teams play, we always win. Um, but if we have the right approach, we went all the way through. Right, right. There you go. There you go. I know I that went over time. I well, blew well, out that. Well, that was that fitting. That was fitting, Coach. That was really good. It was, and it's a good way to look at unity because I know a lot of people look at it and they're like, well, this is a rivalry. It's not about unity. But unity is not – rivalry and unity can exist. Absolutely. They can coexist for sure. Yeah. And that, that, I think, is something that, um, you know, we don't always focus on on, on the outside. Yeah. Y- y'all are focusing on it. Yes. Um. But it is definitely something that does exist and and has existed. This has been a really fun game. A lot of times, school districts that have these rivalry games, stuff can get out of hand, and we can have problems with it. That's never really happened here, so it's been nothing but good yeah. for the first nine years. So we expect nothing I think else. The coaches so do a really good job. They do of a that. great job. Uh, they do a great job. It's very intentional what we mm-hmm. go through, right? But we're trying to raise everybody's high water mark. I mean, that's what's right, about. Right. Do do when you get up for a big game, does it make you better? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it makes both sides better. That's what this whole deal is about. It's improvement. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to jump over Coach O. Well, so we're staying everything Unity Bowl. And uh, Coach Weaver, you don't know. You don't know this one. I have you don't no know. idea where you're going. <laughs> so in honor of the mascot race, we're on the move. Hmm. If you were a mascot in the race, would you sprint or speed walk? Hmm. Well, I think the first question would have to be, 
Which, which mascot? mascot? Yeah, because that's going to determine what your uh, mobility limitations are. <laughs> well, not for me. Okay. I already know because I thought about this last night. Yeah. Y'all, I can't. If I sprinted a hundred yards, I would probably fall. So yeah. we've I, had a few spills in the. It mascot has race. happened. We'll talk I, about mascot. Yeah, race my body today. is not accustomed to that anymore. I'm an athlete, so athlete. I would. <laughs> I, I would have to speed walk. Athlete. <laughs> that's a first. That's the first time I've yeah, heard. That's good. That's good. You've coined a new phrase. I'm uh, sprinting. There's no question. I don't care what mascot suit. <laughs> if I'm out there, I'm trying to win. My but, grandpa always said, if you do something, do it to the best of your ability. If I'm in a mascot race, I'm going for that cup. As you should. It is a big cup this year. Maybe we'll post a picture of the mascot race trophy. Oh, it's big tro- time. The mascot race trophy is as good as the Unity Bowl it's trophy. Ginormous. It's ginormous. <laughs> it is. Every year, you know, it's a great, great uh, photo op. Anyway, um, I will tell you, I've seen it all in, in 10 years of mascot races. We've seen the – as Addison – uh, talked about we've seen them spill out early, mm-hmm. <laughs> try, trying to sprint with giant hairy feet. I always feel so bad for the molar. Do you? Yeah, that's the hardest suit to run in. But I'm going to tell you, the, think, mo- the molar's got a win. The molar has a win. The molar okay. has one win. I didn't expect Didn't I see that. a picture where the molar Marvin, was coming off? Marvin the molar. Has one, yeah, it, the the molar was falling, falling out. <laughs> it's almost falling out once, yeah. Um, we've had them burn out. You know, you're going to sprint. You may yeah. burn out. It's a hundred meters. I mean, there's no. I know I can't. I Those know little I mascots can't. underestimate. That's all the way down the field, full on. Oh, a hundred yards sprinting is a lot further than people think it is. <laughs> you get about forty, and you're like, oh man, like I'm already kind of tired. Yeah, I don't know that I would still be able to run straight. Well, <laughs> just veer off a little. There's been that. Yeah, there's been spills. There's been um, some of them have just given up. <laughs> Honestly, it looks yeah. like, you know, they're yeah, ready to compete. Then They're just hearts not in it after yeah. 60 yards. Uh, I think that's s- true. With a mascot helmet, I might end up in the bleachers. I may be rough. I had a, I coached nope. second graders in basketball, <laughs> and I had a kid, greatest second grade basketball defender of all time. He would get a steal every play, but he would always put his head down when he dribbled, and inevitably he'd be dribbling away on a breakaway and veer off and just end up dribbling out of bounds. And would be like on the bench with the ball, and I'm like, dude, you got, yeah, <laughs> we're trying to get mouth. Let's go. But he was all, all, you know, speed. I and think no I control. would close my eyes too. I, why? Oh my. Well, well, because you don't have to see what's just run fast and just close your eyes. If I was running, you're definitely going to fall if you do that. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've done that before. You know, I saw the Chick Fil A cow veer. Speaking of veering, yeah, that's a hard one to run into. The Chick Fil A cow is like seven feet tall. If yeah. you don't have to, you've seen the you've seen the thing out there on the. It's goofy. And it the, the farther the cow, I don't know if it's a he or she, but uh, I think it's a she. I believe I saw udders. But as far as the, the farther the cow went, the more yeah. it, the, it leaned because the head leans for you. <laughs> probably cost it the race. Yeah, the struggle probably. is real. Oh, um, wait a minute, Coach. Now, what would you do? Because you haven't said yet. I'm pretty good speed walker. Mm. I mean, I. I'm, I, I could, you get you know, the hips going I and everything. Get it going. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I'm so pretty you good. Would, you I think s- I could speed walk and compete. I couldn't compete maybe with with the likes of like Frankie the Falcon or the Warren Warrior. Those those are speedy, but um, I, think I, I think I could at least medal. We're gonna t- and we're gonna talk about who the the goat is, from the mascot race, and who's got the most wins and all that stuff. Okay. We will get to it. Good. Anyway, so jumping in for Forney. Forney played Texas High. We know Texas High is a very good school. They're one of the top ten in the state in, in 5A. They have a lot of good players who are going to be playing um, next year um, after they graduate. And Forney came out, played really well in the first half. Defense played outstanding. It was 13-13 at half. And we looked like we had a ball game. I mean, Forney didn't yeah, look did. like – It didn't look fluky or like Texas High made a bunch of mistakes. Like, it was – Forney even – Gave up the ball in the first play of the game. Had a fumble and and gave up the ball in their own territory mm-hmm. on the very first play, and were able to 
still, you know, be tied at halftime. So it was a great game. They were definitely competing. Um, and then second half, you know, I don't know what it was, adjustments, tired legs, something, but Texas I was able to come out and ended up winning 34-13. But there was – Everybody who knows how good Texas High was kind of felt good about the way Forney played in that oh, game. Yeah, We're like, hey, sure. there's definitely some good things to pull from this game. You want to win every game, but there were some good things. One thing that was not good for us was Forney got a little nationwide recognition for that game. Um, so for those of you out there who don't know, every Sunday on Sunday NFL Countdown on ESPN, there's a segment called You Got Mossed with Randy Moss, and they show three or four clips of wide receivers making really good catches over the defender this um this weekend or i guess it wasn't the weekend on thursday forney had a play that made it on you got mossed it was um anyway you'll hear it i'll play the sound clip this is you know going to be hall of fame football player teddy brewski talking about forney's football game Sarcana football, Texas High versus Forney. University of Texas commit Derek Brown with a crazy catch. Give me right that. Reach over, back of the head, pull it over to the top. Nice catch right here, young man. Defender, you got mossed. So, well, he did get mossed, but I got to tell you, he was in position. You can't be was. mossed unless you're in excellent position. He but, was. Yeah. And I don't know if this for certain. One of my students said it. I believe he's a sophomore that was, that was defending a senior Texas commit who's six foot three. Yeah. Um, extremely athletic. He actually is a defensive end, and they, they bring him in. I, I saw on his highlights he does this fairly often. Mm-hmm. They bring him in on a goal line play and throw him a goal line fade um, because, you know, you, you stack everybody up in the box to stop the run on the one-yard line, and, you know, that, that defender, that corner is kind of out there on an island yeah. against this kid who is, let's just be honest, he was the most athletic player on the field yeah, that no night. Question. I mean, there's no question. He's going to the University of Texas probably on a full ride. So, Thanks for nothing, ESPN. Yeah, yeah so, But but I will say that's probably our only player that's going to end up on ESPN this year. So well, he can. We'll see. There's always hope. There's always uh, let, hope. Listen, but, let me throw this out there. Ask. But there was a great catch in the North Forty game too. That there didn't really make it. Was, so the yeah. chances of getting on there. I mean, there are a million great <laughs> catches every week that don't make it. That was yeah, just just get it. Just how it works. Well, let's turn it around our way next let's, time. We, let's I, do it. I will say this: if you look, Forney's kind of the tail of two halves right now, right? Look, oh, yeah. look, look at the White House game. White House always, uh, you know, White House middle. The first three teams they played are in the top ten of the state of perennial playoff teams at five A level. Mm. But if um, you know that White House game, they were down zero twenty at half, came back, scored twenty one in the second half, held White House to to nothing, and win the game on right? the road. Right on the road. Then this game, you look, we're tied thirteen thirteen at halftime. With one of the best teams in the state of Texas. Um, of course, they go, they you know make some big plays in the second half. Yep. You knew it was going to happen at some point, but Forney's going to put two halves together pretty soon, and it's going they're going to be dangerous. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just good to know that you have it. Right. That that it is there, yep. and you just got to figure out how to do it for four straight quarters, which yep. is a really difficult thing to do. We do have a soundbite here, so we have a new you know field reporter for the one two six. This is. Um, a Forney High School student, E. Abramson, is part awesome. of our Forney Athletic Media, and she is going to be grabbing interviews with coaches, players, after games. This interview was actually the next day because she, was, she wasn't able to catch Fleener on his way out of, out of the Texas High game, but she went by his office the next day at school and grabbed this um, soundbite from Coach Fleener just kind of talking about that game and then moving into Unity Bowl week. The, the, the great thing about it, and, and we preach a lot to our kids about our goal is to win every single game, but more than anything with the three non-district games that we had, it was we need to come out of those three knowing who we are on offense, who we are on defense, who we can count on, who we need to 
get a, a better backup for, you know, who can get it done, who can't. We need, and I feel like we're at that spot. We know that we're going to get our guys are going to fight for us to the end. Uh, we know that we're going to play a physical brand of football. Um, I don't know if there's anybody in our district outside of maybe one team that are going to be any better mm -hmm. than the last two teams we played with Midlothian and Texas High. So I feel like we're battle tested. As long as our kids don't lose confidence just because of the one and two record uh, and, and feel like that, that they're being judged on that, uh, I, I think that we're right where we want to be going in the district. Our district is very, what we would say, wide open as far as there's a lot of teams that graduated a lot of guys. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a lot of teams in our district that are still trying to figure out who they are. Um, and I think with with what we've gotten out of the last three weeks, I, I feel very confident going into the district that um, it is it is not ridiculous for us to say we, we've got every opportunity in front of us to go be a playoff team. Great there clip. Uh, yeah. Remind, Thank you, E. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no doubt. It's good to have we, – we, this when we started the podcast, we wanted to do some of that. Right, we had Reed sure. on. Of course, we lost Reed, but it's nice to have students involved. Um, this is reminiscent to me of – uh, Jimmy Schmidt, having him on here, Coach of the Month last month, he's talking about Forney's focused on Forney, right? Trying to make ourselves better. That's our goal every week. Sounds a lot like what his head coach is saying there on that clip. Mm -hmm. I would say they definitely accomplished that. Um, man, I, yeah, I'm excited I mean, to see Forney and North Forney both go into 85A. Three playoff teams, and you win one of those games, you have a great shot of winning another one. Yeah. Um, not a bad preseason. Yeah, they're and trending in the right direction. I agree. And it just, um, you know, it's a new season right now. It started over, so Absolutely. that I, I, I totally agree with Fleener that they don't need to worry about that one and two record because it has no bearing on their playoff. No, um, everybody's everybody's zero and zero going mm -hmm. in eight, probably. Yep, which is interesting because we we have two schools that are zero and zero, and we're gonna see where they both start out. Um, so we're gonna jump over to the north side real quick. North Forney had a very similar game. It was kind of interesting playing Brewer out of Fort Worth, good team, playoff team. Regularly has you know D one players coming out of it. Yeah. Um, and North actually was winning eight to three at halftime. Yeah, um, looked really good. Looked like they had a shot to to jump out to an even bigger lead in that first half. Defense mm -hmm. looked amazing, and then end up. Um, I think it was eight to three at half. Was it? Was it eight, may, eight three or was it? It may have been. Nine, se eight. It may have been seven three because they ended with ten. Yeah, it was thirty. Final we were hit. We were hit at half. Right. Close game at half time. We were close hit. game, and then final score was thirty-five to ten. So, yeah, score lines obviously are very mm -hmm. similar, but just the pace of the game was really similar. Um, so it's kind of interesting that we had those back to back, both at City Bank, both against good teams, and both games kind of went the same way. So. I thought so. I was really impressed with Brewer too. Mm -hmm. I was. It's White Settlement ISD. It's out in Fort Worth, but um, they did. They they. I thought they were loaded. Their kids were real strong, and mm -hmm. um, you know we. We came right out and, and battled with them. North Forney's real young. We know mm -hmm. that. We've talked about them. They graduated a whole bunch. Fleener said this, right? we got teams that have graduated a lot of kids last year. North Forney for sure did. Um, they're figuring it out, though. You know, they're, you're seeing pieces. Pieces just got to start being put together. Mm -hmm. And um, right there on the field after the game, he was able to catch up with Coach Luster. Well, man, we, we've had some uh, really good, two good tests, man. Little M being a huge 6A, they're a huge 5A. Man, we just want to kind of see what, what, where we matched up. We still got some things that we got to fix, but I still I think that we match up well in district. Awesome, and how do you feel about Unity Bowl coming up? Like, any rivalry excited going on there? How can you not be excited about that? We're excited about the opportunity. Man, uh, new coach over at Forney, new coach here at North Forney. 
let's see. Let's, let's start the tradition off right and let's see who comes out on top. Is there anything you're going to change after this game? A lot. <laughs> what? A lot. Is there anything in particular that you can name off well, right now? Know, honestly, you know, man, it's just some things we, on, on special teams. We got to get our we got to get our guys and, and our dogs on the field at all times. You know, we, we, we try to play as many kids as we could, so we put a lot of guys on special teams to try to get some playing time. Man, this is coming up. Hey, you have fun the first three games. Might not get to play a lot of time now. We got to go out and win these. So we got to get our dogs on the field. Okay, my first question is, did she go to like ESPN sideline reporter school? <laughs> she sounds like she's been doing yeah, this for a is. decade. E is, she's, she's got it going on. She's a, a very confident, not worried at all about talking to people. And, and as soon as I met her, I was like, she's going to be our sideline reporter. Uh, yes. And, yeah, and we just talked good. about it. We I was like, hey, just stay on the field, watch the game, pay attention to what's going on. And then she radioed up to me, and we just kind of discussed what questions we were going to ask. But, um, yeah, she did great. And she got some other ones, too. She got some interviews with some students that we weren't able to use. This is Unity Bowl special. We're going to stick with it. And some of the students were a little wild, <laughs> just just loud and crazy. She was getting interviews from yeah. students in the stands. So it's cool. We're going to be able to use some of that That's stuff fun. as we go throughout the season and even into other sports. But we we stuck with the coaches and Unity Bowl. And I like what, what Lester was saying there. He was talking about how he, he talked about their special teams kind of at the end. And if there was one phase of the game where they needed to improve in that Brewer game, it was special teams. They had – you know, two punt returns that mm-hmm. went poorly, yep. and um, and those, you know, you know how special teams is. They it had can, some it can, great their punts early in the first half. Right. I mean, they're rolling down to the mm-hmm. two two yard line, one yard line, really good. Right. And special teams can just kill you. It's yep. one of those things that it doesn't. It usually won't win you a game, but it can lose you one real quick. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know if that was, you know, it's never one thing that loses you a game, but that was one thing that they need to improve on. And and he's right that you know you do get to play a lot more players in those preseason games than you do later. And we'll just see kind of how, how North looks whenever – because in those preseason games, you're not really getting a good look of what the team is. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Unless they're I mean, one of those teams that's returned, you know, right, 18 guys yeah. from, you know, the season before. Because they're still trying to figure their stuff out, and there are players that are getting playing time that may not get as much during the season, and that's just kind of that's yep. just how it goes. We talked about last two weeks, right? Um, having to cut players, which they don't really do at football, but having to sit players is kind of the hardest part of being a coach. But if you're going to go out there and win, and that's the goal, yeah, sometimes you have to you have to do that. So well, hopefully, those kids will just trust the process. Right. Sometimes when it. you're losing, it's just easy to just veer off and do something different. But mm-hmm. it seems like both head coaches have good plans in place for what well, they want to do. For sure, I agree. You, and you that's why you schedule good people. Is you know you got to have faith in that. We're scheduling good people, knowing. We're trying to get ready for the second phase of season, mm-hmm. you know, not not to get three VIX and they're they're empty VIX, right. you know, going right. into district and we're not ready for our district opponents. Yeah, and if I mean if there are listeners out there that are, you know, concerned or whatever after seeing those two home games, those two teams would they would place first and second in our district. I think so. I, I, I really think, think they would. Question. I think that they're Ennis last year was a whole nother level. Very good. Yeah. North Forney last year was was Mm-hmm. outstanding you know very very talented team depth experience right. and i mean it depends year to year but if those if brewer and texas high were in yeah. our district they would be perennial playoff teams and I they mean, so they will perform extremely well in their own district they will probably win and go mm-hmm. on on significant playoff runs right so it's one of those things where you just you know you take what you learn from it and you move on and how cool is it that we get to right away move into unity bowl so we are going to go ahead and jump into that one more note 
be on the lookout for more from E. Abramson. She will be the field host at the Unity Bowl for our first for this year Whataburger Trivia Challenge. She'll be taking a fan, student from the game, um, a parent, somebody from the game, and take them down on the field and do a on-the-big-screen trivia question to get a Whataburger gift card. It's kind of a cool thing. We did it a couple years ago. We weren't able to do it last year. We're happy to be bringing that back in. So be looking out for, for E on that. Great job, E. You outkicked our coverage on that one. Um, so, Unity Bowl. First off, first off, let's talk about um, one of the most fun traditions of the Unity Bowl, something that we've been doing for a long time and people I know look forward to, and that is the mascot race. You know, that's right. I love the mascot race. It is cool. You know that. It's quite entertaining. It is entertaining. It's grown. It right? has. And yeah, we've had, you know, our field of from half a dozen to 12 to 15. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite one? I, 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 mine is the Baconator. And what is where? So that's, uh, that's an old Coach O has seen the pictures and she's heard the stories. Is this, a, the, this is Wendy's, uh, I'm no. guessing? Was it Wendy? I think it was Waffle what, House. Waffle House. Yeah, Waffle House oh. used to sponsor our Unity Bowl okay. breakfast. This is another piece of got all these phases and facets mm-hmm. of Unity Bowl. Probably a lot of people don't know about it. A lot of it's behind the scenes. We do a, a, a team's breakfast every year. We used to. It's turned into a team's dinner. Um, we'll do that on Wednesday this year. We have a speaker that comes in. Um, not to go off on a tangent too much, but we've had some pretty darn good speakers over the years. Waffle House was a sponsor for a number of years through the, the FCA. The FCA kind of um, takes over a lot of the um, game sponsorship. Anyway, we've had... Justin Forsett, I know Addison, you had him on your fantasy I team. I did. Yeah. He's, a, he's a fantasy running uh, back like of mine a, a long time ago. 5'8 running back that, that, that goes on for to the, be a Pro Bowl selection. For the Ravens. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, he came spoke to our kids. We've had uh, Congressman Scott Turner, played nine seasons in the NFL. He was uh, a presidential appointee to um, an office. Um, we've had NFL Hall of Famer Tim Brown. I mean, I think everybody That's knows who one. Tim yeah. Brown is. Yeah. Um, so we've had some great folks come to talk to our kids, you know, about the week, about being positive, about uh, staying focused on football and representing your school and community, et, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the Baconator, Coach O, came in first, I think, two to three years of the mascot race. Basically, uh, if you want a description, the Baconator was a walking strip of bacon. There you go. And uh, do, you, do you have our year-by-year winners? Oh, yes. Well, let's run through them. Okay. Year one, 2012, mm-hmm. the initial – inaugural Unity mm-hmm. Bowl, uh, right out of the gate, Frankie the Falcon. Right. Frankie the Falcon from North Forney High School um, and, took the field. And Frankie, not that FISD condones betting on the mascot race in any way, if you're putting money down on it, Frankie the Falcon is a good bet. Frankie, He's a good bet. Frankie's got a good mascot suit yep. for running. He does. Um, some of the mascot suits, the suit like is, the cow, are that's, just that's really hard to run that's in. an Listen, important factor. We make the announcement every year, uh, you know, no wagering. It's really against the law, but um, I know some goes on. Hey, it's one of those things, you know. I, I see the people up in the stands making, placing their bets on this contest. Yeah, Frankie's a good pick. Um, Frankie actually has two Vicks okay. overall, so um, tied for the tied for the lead. Okay. 2012, the Anytime Fitness Viking. Okay, also okay. a good suit for running. It was. Yeah, he ran Wait, only a I couple. I thought you said 2012 was oh, 13. Sorry, second year, 2013. Frank. Um, 12 was Frankie, 13 was the Anytime Fitness Viking. He also had a helmet with, with horns. really prominent horns on both sides, which <laughs> I thought might cause him some problems right. in the course of the race. I mean, he if, still pulled it off. If you're the mascot for a gym, you better be finishing top three. He did. You better medal. Yeah. Because you can't go out there as a 
gym mascot and lose too much fast food That's restaurants. That's right. You could lose some That's business. A good point. Can't do that. You could lose business for yeah. the company. Mm-hmm. If I recall correctly, though, Frankie the Falcon and the Brown Bear. The Brown Bear is a little it, interesting. The Brown Bear is a little brown bear with a little pink skirt. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that, but uh, she's given, she's given, she's been runner up a couple of times and she's right. really pushed the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, she got to be the cutest mascot. Yeah. It, yeah. It is, but. You know, hadn't got the win. 2014, Tarzan King of the Jungle. And I'm going to be honest with you, I can't figure out who in the heck Tarzan <laughs> was representing. I've got a picture, you know, presenting the trophy. Um, no idea who. I, I, if I, you I, know out there, let us know. Send us an email, yeah. social media, something. If That'd you know great. where Tarzan came from. 2014, Tarzan the King of the Jungle won the mascot race. 2015 was the Forney Jackrabbit. First, okay. first win. That's impressive. The jackrabbit suit is not made. For well, running. okay. So this as was, fast as jackrabbits this are. This is the old jackrabbit. Right. They have since replaced the jackrabbit. The new one's hard. The, the new ears one. will fall off. Yeah. It does. It, it happens every time with the new one because those big old straight you're ears. Gonna, if you're watching a mascot race this year, that's some, that's always a highlight to look for. Is even when it, will the jackrabbit's ears even fall if, off? Even if it speed walks. You think the ears will come off? They're running. Know. Yeah. They're None gonna, of them are after elites. They're all running. Yeah. This, and you have to run if you're in the jackrabbit because that thing is jacked. The, the, it's the in new very good shape. The is. new jackrabbit works out a lot in yeah. the 40 high indoor. Um, the old jackrabbit was a softer. Um, right. More of a bunny. More of a bunny. <laughs> but now, it's got to win. It's got to win. <laughs> yeah, old version jackrabbit 2015. 2016 was Marvin the Molar. Impressive. Your favorite. Uh, definitely my favorite. Yeah, because it's just the goofiest. You can't miss dumbest him. looking one when it's running. He's coming right. back. He's coming back in 2021. There He's already go. confirmed. Marvin the Molar will be running. Uh, 2017 was a repeat for Frankie the Falcon. Mm-hmm. Got his second Vic and and a Unity. I mean a mascot race trophy. We do present a trophy yeah. just like the Unity Bowl trophy. They take it with them, and it's full of money. All right, 18 and 19. So. We've had a little bit of a dynasty back to back. Warren Warrior. Oh, okay. The Warren Warrior has come out. When did the bacon win? The bacon has never won. Oh, you told the bacon won earlier. No, Coach O just said the bacon's her favorite favorite one. Oh, okay. But he didn't win. No. But the Warren Warrior. The Warren Warrior. Back to back. Coming out fast. Um, The three Pete is on the horizon. Run a great race. Yeah, that's right. Because in 2020, uh, there was only. Unfortunately, um, there was only one entry, and that was oh. COVID. So yeah. we didn't get to do it. Uh, so it's this interesting is interesting that the middle schools do compete really well because mm-hmm. they pick their fastest person. It's I, probably no, we don't f- know that, Addison. They can. I don't know who's in that suit. They can pick their fastest person to run. I suppose but they could. Usually, with the high schools, the fa- your fastest person to plays football. Well, haven't we? So had they some don't elementary pick. ones too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Henderson Hawk, the mm-hmm. we've uh, had a few of those. Yeah, the the, the cowboy, the but cross. The who are schools, they picking? The middle schools can pick somebody real fast because they're the not playing football picking? on Friday. So I think the Ray the Eagle just confirmed a few minutes ago that the, the, the Eagle. Eagle has landed. Is it a kid or a teacher? Uh, it's usually a kid, isn't it? I, I don't know. Uh, it's a mascot. <laughs> there's you just. We're going to keep the I, illusion up. There's no one inside there. It could, is Frankie the Falcon. Well, I'm sure it there's a person, the but we don't want it. You know, it's like the Wizard of Oz. You don't want to pull the curtain and right, ruin yeah. all the magic. I get what you mean. But, yes, we've had some other notable performances. We talked about the Baconator. We've talked about the Chick-fil-A cow was a good one. Um, Are there any? The Tooth Fairy. 
We had the Tooth Fairy a couple fairy. of years. The Tooth Fairy fell down. That was a that was an interesting. <laughs> are there thing. any new skirt went are, flying? Are there any debuts this year? Um, not yet that I know of. We've had What a Guy. I don't think What a Guy can run. I don't think he competes. Who was anymore. the dog head? Uh, the oh, that's a great question. Okay, so there's this mysterious dog. Every now and then makes an appearance, and I thought it was McGruff the crime dog. You know. Um, I'm take, wondering. Take a bite out of crime. You know, you remember? Yeah. But I don't think it is. The interesting thing about the dog is he starts dancing. <laughs> he, he's the dancing dog. And I, I, he's not no one of our clue. school mascots. I'm not really sure where he comes from. The only guest that I might have is Infinity Texas Air, who has sponsored several things. Ah, and they do cause for pause. Maybe so. So I wonder if it's if it's their dog to promote cause for pause. It could well be. We'll watch for him. That's just see. a guess, though. So if, if you're out there and the, the dog is... You know, let us know what the dog represents. Well, it's a lot of fun. We line them up. We fire the, the starter pistol just like a real track meet. Mm-hmm. They run the full 100 meters. Um, we, Dr. Terry or, or some other dignitary will present the trophy on the other end. Um, lots of good photo ops and I'm so, sure lots of wagers placed in the bleachers. Now it's time for us three to pick our winner. Who's going to win? You go first. Um, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to go with – the jackrabbit. Okay. And the reason is I think um, maybe he's figured out those ears. You know, I think if the first year he uh, yeah. tried to stop and pick them up. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. No. You drop those ears, you leave them. But he's fast. The, the Fal- Frankie the Falcon's got two wins. Jackrabbit's only got one. So, he's got an opportunity to even okay. the score. Coach O? I'm going to go with the brown bear just because they're always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Uh, okay. This could be their year. This could Good be pick. the year. That's The brown bear may be – Heading towards our Teddy Roosevelt, the, the Washington Nationals used to have the president's race, and Teddy Roosevelt got so close so many times, and finally he broke through and won one. But I'm going to go with – I want to pick the molar, but I'm not going to pick the molar. Um, I think I'm going to go with the warrior. I want to see a three-peat. Wow. I want a dynasty. That is a, That would truly, I think, qualify. Yeah, three out of ten, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And three in a row, so let's, let's go warriors. Okay. Um, so – now that we are moving on, we're going to go through and talk about kind of unity bowls of the past. Yes. And we're going to build our way up to the 10th one. This is, you know, big deal, number 10. So first off, what we'll do is we're going to talk about um, the overall count, right? Right now, the overall count is 6-3 to three in favor of Forney. Forney has won six of our nine unity bowls. Um, but the average margin of victory, it's kind of interesting. We'll talk about this a little bit more. Um, is in favor of North Forney. When North Forney wins, they win by an average of 39 points. When Forney wins, they win by an average of 20 points. Interesting. Because our two close games, a lot of these games haven't been that close. This year, I think we are on pace to have a very close one. Yeah. But our two close games were ones that Forney won, mm-hmm. and so I think that that did drop their margin because they've got a couple pretty big wins. But Yeah, early um, on. It's interesting that we don't have – uh, we don't have a lot of years where the teams were pretty level. It's either one or the other. Uh, so we'll go through and kind of talk about these real quick. Okay. 2012-2013 um, was the first one. Forney was able to win that 24-14. to 14, But as some of you may remember, it was a comeback win for Forney. Talk I'm a little about tell, that game. Yeah, I'll tell you. To me, that, that first Unity Bowl still stands out as a mm-hmm. very memorable game. Um, we've had some good ones. Uh, obviously, we've seen many good games at Citibank Stadium, but it's it was one that mm-hmm. um, you got reason to remember. Forney was down at half. North Forney had a good team, um, and it was early again. They they weren't too far out of three A, but um, they had some good players. Armani mm-hmm. Watts was on the team back then. We had Armani as a guest on here. You know, our only 
world champion uh, yeah. in Forney ISD. But, um, yeah, North Forney was ahead at half. Forney came storming back, took advantage of and a couple of North Forney mis- right. miscues in the second half. And and we say North won. Forney was ahead at half. Like, it's no big deal. Well, in 2012-2013, oh. that was a big deal because oh, this was yes. their first year with a senior class. They are second, not ex- – Second year. Second year with senior yeah, class. That's first correct. Year, first year senior class. Year was they graduated in 12. In 12. So – this was the first year that they're playing 5A. Yes. And before that, they were 4A. Right. And Forney's is 100% expected to win that game. You Forney's been around for 100 years. North has, you know, been playing football for, at that point, really like two years. Because yeah. before that, they didn't even have a varsity right. team. Two, two years. Yeah. So five two A years. First year. And 5A first year, which Forney, whenever Forney moved up to what was then 4A, but now is 5A. Forney really struggled the first year up. So yeah, we're sure. expecting the same thing out of North, maybe even more so because they're a new school. So the fact that North was winning that game, there was a lot of Forney people that were very unhappy in the stands. And the fact they were able to come back and win made that a pretty memorable game. Yes. So yes. North Forney came out and gave them a much better game. So hats off to them. And then, you know, of course, Forney got the win. So yep. it was um, a good one. Moving on, 13-14, Forney wins 27-17. to um, again, probably a closer game than a lot of people were expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, but Forney was able to win that one. They won the first um, the first five, actually, is what we'll see. They won five in a row before yep. they lost one. Um, so 2014-2015 was Forney's biggest win. They won 48-0. to zero. Really good Forney Jackrabbit team yes. that year in 15. I think Luke Skipper was the quarterback. That would have been Luke. Mm-hmm. And, and Luke went on to play at um, uh, Tulsa. Tulsa, yes. Yeah. Quarterback. Good running quarterback, um, yes. could do pretty much everything. I mean, he went, you know, D1 for a reason. Really, really good athlete, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 2015-16, Forney put up their highest point total in a Unity Bowl game. They won 59-28. to mm-hmm. um, Another good 40 team. That may have actually been another Luke Skipper year. I think, I think it, he graduated that year probably. Yeah, I think it probably was. But um, that's a that's a guess for me. Forney, they're – their you know fifth one in a row was thirty seven to nineteen in two thousand sixteen two thousand seventeen and then the big one for North Forney right because mm-hmm. um, that I think the last the the year that Forney won that fifth one North Forney kind of was a favorite in that game I think so and yeah. um, and Forney was able to win again and I remember people saying is that kind of how this is going to go even if Forney is the mm-hmm. worst team they're going to kind of figure out a way to win this game and the next year North Forney kind of put that to rest at least and, yeah. got, and got their first one and it was 49 to 19. Yeah, that was, was that 17? That would that have been you 17, up to, 18. You're up to yep. 17. 17. Yeah, 18. that was Coach Jackson's first year. Yep. Really good uh, group. He came in uh, at a good time from an athletic standpoint. There mm-hmm. were some really strong scene. kids that had been juniors the year before and, and had given Forney that good game, right? And then they come out and, and we got a great senior class. Um, mm-hmm. Randy came in, did his thing, took advantage of that, and they won his first year. That was, yeah, North Forney's first win. Oh, it was, yeah, it was a big one. I mean, with the way things were going and the teams that North was able to put out there in years prior, we knew it was coming at some point. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that first one was big. And then um, their next one um, was kind of a step back in the other direction was Forney was able to get – Forney's most recent win was 2018-2019 and the final score. This may have been the best from a football standpoint this game was 39 to 35 it was really good um, game, so yeah. it's obviously our closest margin it was you know a fairly high scoring game 39 mm-hmm. 35 is a good score and it was 35 to 20 going into the fourth quarter and Forney scored 19 unanswered points to win that game it's yes it, um pretty it was i remember that one too you know mm-hmm. like i said some of them really stand out 
come anytime you have a come from behind win, mm-hmm. you know, a la the Forney uh, White House game from this year. Right. Um, you got a game where you're way down at half, and some people are writing you off, and then you come storming out right. and get it done. Forney did that. And that was another first year. It was head coach uh, Coach Woods' first year at Forney right. High in '18, and um, you know another good game. It just right. was. So you know, I could say this: the two times we've changed head coaches, yeah, up to this point where we are right now in the countdown, new coach, the new coach wins. Interesting well, this year. This year it's we, a yeah. we, <laughs> we can't tie. Yeah, that's a good point. So, and we say this, Addison, but. Um, Coach O and I see this all the time. You know, you got to if you got watch the large body of work when Forney plays North Forney, um, it's pretty regularly. It's anybody's guess. I mean, yeah. even with even if one's picked to be a district favorite and one's picked, that's maybe the not nature of a rivalry. You never know that everybody gets up, right. and you know, strange Everybody's things so happen. Emotionally charged. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, anything can happen in a rivalry game. You talk about um, like, and this is true in every level, right? The Cowboys can be. You know, there's a few years ago we were like 11 and 1 going into New York to play the Giants who had won like two games and they went in there and lost Cowboys lost and it was like it was one of those things where yeah it's a rivalry you never know you just you just don't know it's same as true in soccer all the time and and it's true in high school too this game it everything is different they coaches are going to say we're going to do the same thing we're going to practice the same way we're going to do the things that, that got us wins before and you can say that and try it but it still doesn't change the feeling when you step out on the tunnel and the stadium is more crowded than it's going to be all year. Yeah. And you know that if you lose this game, you're going to hear about it. Right. And you're talking before the game. And, and it's just you can't you can't avoid that. So I think 18-19 for me is probably the best football game we've had. Um, and like I said, we've had a lot of big discrepancies in the score. So 2019-2020, North 41, their second one, and that was 57-10. to 10, And then they followed that one up last year with a 61 to 21 victory yeah so north has won three of the last four yep. forney is winning the overall count six to three okay um so the 10th one it's not going to change necessarily we're not at a point where it's six to six or anything like that yeah but it's the 10th one so it's big you want to win is. this one for sure ubx yes you well, want to win it period because it's the oh, first yeah. district game of course yes you want to get started on district well i know that both of these coaches want to win their first game against the crosstown oh, team they of course they're they not do. they may not say it they're pretty yeah diplomatic and they you know we had them both on the podcast they seem to get along very well they're not they you know, do, jawing but, at each you know, other but they want to get coaches the first they're competitive mm-hmm. of course they want to win that first one for a lot of reasons it's the first eight five day game it's big rivalry game in town you know it's first time for each of them to opt, kind of prove that against the, town, the, the team across town mm-hmm. obviously um they're smart they're good coaches you hear them say it's about us we're preparing for us um, we're, we're, you know, we're getting ready for an eight, five, a run. I mean, they, the, the big goal is like I hit, like I talked about at the beginning and the weave, um, they've got, uh, to focus on a bigger picture, mm-hmm. but this week, Oh yeah. Man, it's unity bowl week. It's unity bowl week for sure. And, and it's also one of those inevitable things that because it's their first year, this game is going to play into, and we'll see at the end of the year, you know, if one of them goes on to lose, but makes the playoffs, people are going to be happy, but this will play into how people feel their initial feelings about new head coaches. That that's always the case, right? I know Jackson coming in and immediately winning one, got him a lot of points on the North side of town. So this is, I mean, it's just, that's one of those things that's going to happen. Um, So our last, uh, one of our last things that we're going to talk about is the name, the unity bowl name came Mm. out to, Let's be honest, some criticism, sure. right? Some people don't like it. They want to focus on the rivalry aspect rather than the un- the unity aspect, which 
I can understand. It took me a while to settle in myself. Yeah. Now at this point, it just feels kind of normal. But we look at other rivalries in college football or whatever, and they can have these, you know. Gritty names. Gritty names. Yeah, these kind of cool, you know, battle-sounding names. So we decided to take it upon ourselves to come up with some other names for for the Unity Bowl. Yep. Um, In no way is this official. Forney ISD does not condone any of these names. This is disclaimer. Personal, personal feelings and opinions about the name. And if you are listening (laughs) out there and want to suggest a name, we will feature you next week on the podcast. If you come up with a great name, email us at one two six podcast at forneyisd.net. So see what they got. What what our listeners have. This will be interesting. I got. I went down this path before, right? Because it it comes up every year. Mm -hmm. People talk about the Indian Why is it called the Indian Well, I don't. I mean, you know, it's something that started ten years ago. I'm not exactly sure, right? But what it's worked out really well because it's given us a great platform to talk to our kids about, um, you know, life and and what we're preparing you for. Yeah, this week's this game, but there's so much a much bigger picture. So before we jump into the names, Mm -hmm. save your best. Save the one that you really like for the last one. Okay. Okay. Because I know there's one that you've liked for a long time, correct? Well, I've got two or three. You got two or three. I, I got like, a couple yeah. too. Okay. Well, let's start with Coach O. Coach O, you've been here the, the least, least amount, amount of time. time. You yes. know, you haven't even got to see a Unity Bowl yet because you had volleyball. Right. Well, I see a little bit of it, but right. my my main focus is volleyball on those mm-hmm. nights. But so this was my um, I'm saving my best one for last. But okay. my first one was Crosstown Classic. And, okay. You know, that's a. Yeah. I mean, you know, it carries the meaning. It's yeah. Yeah. But then but then my favorite one is the Battle of Highway 80. Okay. We've heard this before, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Battle of Highway 80 is one that a lot of people suggested originally. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard it before. I agree with you. Yes. I have a I do have a criticism of that name, I guess. Yeah. I understand why we do it, but what's your opinion on it? Why would you not name it that? My opinion is because Highway 80 is a very long road. And goes through a lot of other towns, too. Now, yes, it does divide our town, but two things. And I, I talked about – I put an article out there several years ago about this, and, you know, I've got um, – it's fun. It's a fun topic. Yeah. Yeah. But Highway 80 goes through Mesquite, too, for example. they got five high schools, and they all play one another. And, they, they you know, it's Highway 80 mm-hmm. goes out, out to the east and cuts through some communities. Um, it's too shared. I want it to be about us. I want it to be something that's I kinda, totally unique to four. Right. I like – I, and we've talked about this before. I love like mascots that are super unique. Like I love the name the Jackrabbits because you just don't hear it very often. Yes. Um, I love things like the San Francisco 49ers or the Steelers. Like I love these names that are connected to it. So hometown centric. Hometown stuff. So that's kind of how I feel about the name of the rivalry as well. I, I want something I can make a cool logo for that's real specific. And whenever you hear it, you think of just yeah. Forney. Now, and I. I people in Forney think of Highway 80, obviously, mm-hmm. because that's been traditionally our dividing line between the two attendance zones. I mean, that is you know north north is north of 80, right. Forney High is south of 80. Um, that has changed a little bit over the years too. You know, there's there's some there's some mm-hmm. uh, communities north of Highway 80 that there's oh, stu- good that, point. and so and that potentially could change. You know, who knows yep. how Forney is going to grow and and the balance of things and buildings and, and whatnot. So that kind of takes us away from that too. But well, what you, about what about you did make a lot of people happy by saying that a lot of people you want bet. that one. Well, what about Forney Feud? Yeah. Oh, Forney Feud. That's a new one. Mm-hmm. I have to let that sink I in and think about that. that. There you go. Well, go ahead. You can you can name off some of yours. I've got a couple. We uh, we kind of talked about these yesterday, so I think some of the ones you say are some of yeah my. I know I know well. your personal favorite. I'll let, I'll let, I'll leave that for you. I did suggest that a few years ago. But yeah, I th- and I think it's a really good one. But it's cool. Yeah. I'll save it for you because I know it's your favorite. I talked about um, you know we got the Cotton Bowl down the street and, and uh, yeah. 
Uh, Forney's an agricultural community, traditionally had been for a long time. Um, That's, if you talk to old is, Forney people, yeah, and you you say what was what was where this neighborhood was, and always it's just just a bunch of cotton fields. There's a field. Uh, there's yeah, a cotton just field. a field. Now there's now it's all <laughs> yeah. houses. Well, I found that Forney was known for Forney Prairie hay. Like that's a thing. Yeah. Like that, you could go to market and it's called Forney Prairie hay. Of course, Forney was the edge of grassland prairie so and this was before we were know, the antique capital of texas after um <laughs> the after there were no longer herds of bison roaming here but before the antique capital of texas yes Which could, we, was could known, we use that could we the the rumble for the rocking chair and that's the <laughs> that's the the trophy is an antique rocking chair that sits in the in the in the school i kind of like it there you go yeah okay i just came up with that one on the spot okay anyway, good job Addison. Rumble so the, the forney chair. the forney the prairie hay bowl um, was one of my suggestions, but the other one I think is even better. And I that's like Prairie Hable. The, the Battle for the Blackland. Yes, I like, I like that one too. I like them both. That one might actually be my favorite. So really, because this is the Blackland Prairie. It we is have Blackland Prairie. This, if you've ever dug a <laughs> hole here, you know about this. <laughs> Look um, at our construction sites around town. Right, we have, um, and and just digging here is just awful yeah. because we have black gumbo is, is what gumbo. I call it. That's what um, it is, and it's and it's actually I learned that. This black gumbo, this black clay, is unique to this area of northeast Texas mm-hmm. and this one spot in Germany, and that's it. Really? Yes. It's like an extremely unique type of soil. So and it's, if this was the battle for the black land, unless you're in that one spot yeah. in Germany or here, <laughs> yeah. it's hard for you to ta- really mm-hmm. take that on. And it's it's kind of cool because that does play into our agriculture thing. It's it's good for growing cotton and forney prairie hay yep. um, and, I, and corn. But yeah. not that much else. Well, so, it's it is something <laughs> unique to Forney. It was known for that because you got to think about a hundred years ago, the type of soil that was in the city you live played a huge role oh, in what your life was like. Absolutely. I mean, if you're building your own house and digging your own trenches and all this stuff, it, it makes a big deal. So, well, we're a little bit removed from an agricultural community. Are. But if you've it's ever cool. mowed your yard in Forney, or yeah. you've ever gone at, to had a track meet after a rain or track practice, and you've seen the kids get a little taller as they're yeah. walking toward the discus ring. <laughs> Um, you know exactly what yes, we're talking about. Yes, for sure. Now, what's yours? I know what you're going to say. Okay, so there was one of them was the uh, the Brooklyn Brawl. I was, like that. was one that I really like because, again, more Forney history for those who don't know. Forney used to be called Brooklyn. Right. This was a very long time ago um, before we had a post office. We tried to get a post office, mm-hmm. and they realized there was already a Brooklyn, Texas, that had a post office, so they had to change it, and we named it after um, the railroad guy. Right. Um, yeah, Arthur. But I like I like the. My dad used to have a black and gold shirt that said Brooklyn on it that I yeah. thought was really cool. Even though I think this predates our high school. Like I think it pre. I think it was the whenever we had a school, it was the Forney school. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, when you say it's way back there. Yeah, it's not but, the literal we. When you say we change the name, it's right? Like, <laughs> about somebody. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I like the Brooklyn brawl. I think it's cool. I do a little too. History nugget in right. there. Well, uh, yeah, people, I mean, it's, and it's very specific to here. All right. Um, but. So if it's not the rocking chair rumble, it's the, the Brooklyn brawl. I do like the Brooklyn brawl. But um, we all may get some, good. we may get some votes on this. Maybe. Maybe we get some steam and people are like, we should do this. Well, I, I think we could pretty easily come up with a new one that we would all agree on mm-hmm. at this table. Yes, I do. I, I know where you're going with this too. Uh-huh. So we have in, in. Um, college, we have the we have the Chick Fil A bowl. Yeah. There's the GoDaddy bowl. Yeah. There's 
There's the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. So there is. There's all these things. I think it's time that we have a one, two, six bowl. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, I'm in. Yeah, we could do a. Um, so if the district ever puts up the naming rights, yep, just for for bid, you know, highest bidder gets to name it. We may have to scrounge up. Some we money. talked about highest bidder bowl too. <laughs> yeah, highest bidder bowl. <laughs> who's gonna, who's gonna write? Who is it? Was it gonna be the Whataburger Bowl? They sponsor everything. Um, yeah. Was it gonna be the Intex Bowl? Like, yeah. if we did the highest bidder bowl, I think we'd have some, some, you know, interesting yeah. thoughts. I don't know how high the bids would be, but you know, I don't either. I do. I love. I think the one two six bowl. But we'll Sounds just unofficially good. at this. And it's seven call five it. one two six. There you go. That's right. The one two six bowl. Good it's for no, everybody. It's a no-brainer. Hey, north north of eighty, south of eighty, you're still seven five one two. Yes, you are. That's right. So, that being said, we're going to move on to our next little thing. This is something that we're going to kind of debut next week, but it's something I'm excited about. I love stuff like this. Um, we are going to do the all decade team for the Unity Bowl. So this will be our tenth Unity Bowl. And we are going to do the the all decade team. I got to say before you go, we we really do have we have some sponsors that have stayed with us for yes. the whole ten years. Yep. You mentioned Whataburger, uh, the Whataburger Bowl. Uh, they may not be the highest bidder. I don't know how, what, what you know their advertising yep. relationship with the district is, but boy, have they right, been right there and sponsored everything. They sponsor our trivia contest. I think your your folks do yes. that on the video board. You're going to do that some this Friday night, aren't you? We are. Uh, have a couple of trivias. Win some Whataburger gift cards. Um, they've sponsored a field goal competition for us, uh, mm-hmm. and um, you know where the principals have <laughs> run out onto the field, and we we let them try to kick a field goal for to win a prize for their campus. Um, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes (FCA) has been a sponsor right there with us for all ten years, uh, arranging, as I said, those speakers that come and speak to our teams from before, and finding food sponsors for our Unity Bowl dinner. So I want to take just a moment to. You know, our sponsors that have come in, mm-hmm. many of the mascots you see, I like see the Just for Kids uh, Molar. You talked about being a Marvin the Molar fan. Um, Just for Kids sponsors the Unity right. Bowl, right? And so um, it couldn't happen without that's, that's right. Without that, all that. It uh, couldn't be what it is. Yeah, you know, all, all the, the fun stuff the we do. Stuff for sure. Yeah, we've had some really great partners. And um, we'll be looking forward to all that stuff for Friday. But yes, next week we will be debuting the first ever all decade team for the Unity Bowl. And this is how players performed just in this game. So at the most you've played in, a player could have played in four Unity Bowls. Yeah, um, probably not. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But if there happened to be a freshman that got in there and got to play it, you yeah. know, every time. Um, so we're going to go through, and this is going to be kind of tough to decide because, like I said, we've got 10 years of it, and we can only pick one quarterback. Yeah, for sure. Some of those positions we can only pick one of. You can only pick one, you know, um, strong side safety or, and, you know, so we're going to go through, go figure out who the best is, and we will see kind of where we stack up. I wonder how many Forney, how many North Forney kids yeah. we're going to have on these. We've had some really strong players play in this contest. and We have. Uh, have some really uh, outstanding performances, too. It'll mm-hmm. be an interesting conversation. It will. It will. I think it's going to be cool. We're going to get some information from old coaches that yep. have coached this game before because they've got better memory about it than we do. Um, but they can tell us, you know, who, who has – really shown up when the lights were yellow and And, and what's cool blue. is because it's a 10-year, it's a, fu- it's a full 10-year deal, mm-hmm. we're going to count we are. this game Friday night. Yep. We're going to be on the lookout for if anybody, you know, shows up and balls out this game. We're yep. gonna, we're gonna, they're going to be on that all-decade team. It could be kind of cool. I like it. I'm hoping that I have a ex-student playing in this game. I'm hoping he makes it on there, but he's got to make some plays, so we'll see. Okay. Well, He's confident. He said they were going to win. I won't even tell you what school he's from, but he's confident. He said, we, we got it. All right. 
So we will see for the 10th Unity Bowl who's going to come out on top. But first, we're going to go over to Coach O for our Whataburger Trivia Challenge. Who won last week? Coach Sandy Cook was our winner last week. And according to her husband, she is our number one podcast fan. Really? And I know this, this morning, we saw her this morning, and she was like, I can't wait to hear the podcast. So... She's That's awesome. a shout she out to Coach Cook. Cook. Yes, yes shout out to Coach Cook. And so um, the trivia question for this week, um, Addison, I think is going to be something very simple related to the mascot race. Oh, there um, we go. What year did Tarzan? Tarzan. Tarzan. <laughs> is that? Is what year did is Tarzan? Is one of those accurate and one okay. inaccurate? Tarzan or I don't Tarzan? Know. That's I just I hadn't heard it that way, so I had Tarzan. to Tarzan. I had well, to point see, it out. I, I say, you know, everybody else says Lancaster. I say Lancaster. I've said that both ways yeah. as well. well what's yeah. funny is I say Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I've been there, but I say Lancaster, Texas. Hmm. It's weird. Yeah, well, my, my Do you old, say Caribbean or Caribbean? Yeah, that's a good it, one too. It just depends on how I feel. I know my my assistant used to. I um, El Dorado was a main street. In Little mm. M, and she called it El Dorado. El Dorado. Mm. She's from like, West Texas. Like Laredo. Well, Caribbean's Ro- interesting drive. because uh, for talking about the movie, the Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean is what I say. That is correct, But yes. if I'm referring to the place, I've never said like, oh, it's in the Caribbean. I'll say it's in the Caribbean. Caribbean, yeah. yeah. I don't know. So anyway, what, what, what year did Tarzan, Tarzan. Tarzan <laughs> win the mascot race? Okay, good, good question. One. Email your answer to... The and word one, the number out, two, the word six. <laughs> yeah, and if you can as a mascot, who, what was he representing? Who, yes. was, who was Tarzan <laughs> representing? Let us we know. We will double your prize if you can <laughs> tell us who Tarzan was representing when he ran the mascot race. But that is all that we have for episode six. We look forward to seeing everybody at the Unity Bowl. Share this podcast out there. Yeah. Subscribe. Make sure you're telling people. And we will see you at the Unity Bowl. Unity Bowl, Friday night, 730 kick.